Hi-ho, Michael the Host here, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Old Frog and Piggy Show. Uh, so I do apologize for the delay in episodes. Uh, I've been kind of busy. I have a almost one-year-old son, and just life is hectic right now. Um, I work nights. It's, I'm, I'm not going to make this a whole thing about excuses, but I do apologize about the delay if anyone is actually worried about it. Um, I will try my best to make a more consistent schedule from now on. Um, I won't exactly say what days, if I'm not, I will do my best to do my recordings over the weekend and have stuff out by Monday or Tuesday at the latest. That will be my, my goal. If that is not, uh... A thing that can be done in that in a particular week uh, don't worry or cancel the show in your heads uh, it was it's just life getting in the way life finds a way it's not exactly what I mean but it is what I mean um, so this episode is being recorded on September 12th I'm gonna start saying that now uh, just for context of when these episodes were recorded and how long it takes to get them out. So we are at the, I believe, the f- season finale of The Muppets Now show. And it was actually probably my favorite episode of the entire season. Uh, so <laughs> there are really a lot of great segments in this episode. Uh, some of the best that I've seen, uh, like in terms of actually having a funny and cohesive episode and like actually completing things uh in some regards like the okie dokie cooking chef the swedish chef actually made a dish it wasn't great but it was an actually completed plated dish um but i'm getting ahead of myself uh the so we will we don't really have any news uh, other than the fact that uh muppets now is over uh as far as i'm as far as i know uh there was no new episode this week uh as in friday the 11th which means that there is probably no more episodes coming out uh for the foreseeable future uh either we're gonna get news at some point that muppets now has been canceled or we just don't hear anything until they're ready to record another season um, which might not be until the pandemic finishes um so that's kind of unfortunate, um, but at the same time, I don't think we're really losing anything by not having Muppets now. It's not like it was a groundbreaking series. Um, but yeah, so that's basically the news. Um, so we're going to get into, obviously, Muppets in Review now. <laughs> Again, like what I was saying, this episode was probably the best in the series. Um, the show had, the, I think, the most cohesive, the most cohesive segments. Uh, they all pretty much finished, or uh, like their the interview finished, the 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 the, the cooking show. Swedish Chef actually produced something and plated it. Field test was pretty much the same. It was good. I enjoy it. And 
I actually enjoyed lifestyle, which, you know, not to get it, get too much into everything else and the, uh, get into the, uh, skipping ahead, but they actually finished the title card properly and like some actually decent jokes from Piggy, I think, in my opinion. Anyway, so let's get into the first segment, which was Muppet Labs field test. And they were talking about chemistry, uh, which was very interesting. Again, they gave the, the history of, of chemistry, how it was discovered, and how uh, the beginnings of, uh, of learning about chemistry. And they talked about um, like mixing stuff together, like a volcano. And for some reason, Joe Legal was in there. Uh, well, not just some reason. The potential explosions that could have resulted from uh, their chemistry experiments would, uh, you know, injure people, create lawsuits, property property damage, a lawyer's both dream and nightmare. Um, so it makes sense that Joe Legal was there uh, and kind of providing some context, and but also in his lawyery kind of way using first party, second party, in terms of uh, your chemistry, mi like mixtures and chemical reactions. Um, and we did some general tests that um, that Bunsen Honeydew found kind of boring, to be honest. Um, I thought that was fine. Again, th this show, like Sam and I were saying last episode, the show likes to have very... Uh, very, not lowbrow, but like very basic comedy and punch. I, I I think I said it punches down to kids, which is not something that you really should do. Um, I don't know. That that's my opinion. So they did a few experiments: uh, salt mixing with ice, salt with mixing with soda or Coke, um, a pop, and then putting salt on popcorn, which isn't really a, uh, a chemistry experiment. It's just putting salt on popcorn, which is delicious. So then um, Joe from Legal recommended this weird, ridiculous uh, experiment, which made a very cool, like, solid mass cloud thing. It was very cool. And then Beaker brought out some radium uh, to do some kind of experiment and drop them. So it became very radiated. And it was, um, it's typical Beaker, Muppet Labs kind of stuff. He'll be fine. Next was Okie Doku Cooking, and the guest was Marina Mitchelson. Uh, and the Swedish chef and Marina made meatballs. Marina made more Mediterranean style, um, using a bunch of herbs and spices from Mediterranean. And Swedish chef took uh, a different route and made his secret recipe uh, Swedish meatballs. Awesome. Uh, he, in fact, made it so secret that he piled a bunch of stuff so that Beverly Plume and Marina couldn't see his secret recipe, uh, which I thought was kind of funny. And at the same time, while everyone was cooking, Beverly Plume kept making these, like, just these deep thoughts of hatred towards the Swedish chef. Oh my god, I hate him. He's going to ruin me. This is a chance for my career to be to be defined and he's going to make it all he's gonna just gonna make it all crash come down crashing what career are you talking about you are a turkey on 
a Swedish chef show. I do not understand Beverly Plume. I hate Beverly Plume. I hope she never shows up in another show ever again. I'm sorry. That was a little bit rough. Uh, not untrue, but it was rough. All right. Uh, that's really all I have to say about it. It was a very good uh, segment. And like I said, Swedish chef actually managed to make his meatball, plate his meatball, and uh, finish uh, quite successfully. Next was Mup Close and Personal with Fozzie. Now this is the one I've been looking forward to so much. This was legitimately the most complete interview that has been done. There was no, I mean there were shenanigans, but they didn't derail the interview. Now said shenanigans was two babies of unknown origin. I don't know whose children these were. Uh, it was just Fozzie's turn to babysit them. He didn't say there was from his sister or his friend. Uh, he didn't say who the parents were of these children that were um, being watched by Fozzie, but uh, Fozzie was apparently supposed to watch them and he forgot. And that tells me that he should never be trusted again to watch babies or anybody really. Um, and these babies were quite hilarious. Uh, they were agile and walking for their what seemed to be their age. Um, although I don't know, they they're, they're Muppets, so their age could be anywhere in the in the realm of baby dumb. Like again, my my son is almost a year old, and he's I mean he's not walking on his own, but uh, so they might be eighteen months. It's possible, and saying pretty direct words, so maybe even in the two-ish range. Who knows? Um, it was odd that they weren't clothed, like they were just wearing diapers um, at potentially eighteen months or two years old. But whatever. Um, and they were holding swords and fighting each other. And they one was specifically saying Rogan, uh, as in Seth Rogan's name. And they sh uh, like Seth Rogan said, they should not be that familiar with his work at whatever age they are. But yeah, he, f despite the babies being menaces, uh, they were Fozzie was able to ask all his questions and get through the interview, which is more than I can say for Kermit, who got distracted by everybody, and Piggy, who was interrupt, well, basically interrupted herself with a costume change, uh, deadly bringing, uh, using all this, trying to make all this B-roll footage, and then the, the, the costume change led to restarting the interview with Aubrey, which was extremely odd, and I did not like that. Um, anyway, but, the, but we're not talking about that episode. We're talking about this episode, which was a very good interview from, from Fozzie. It almost, I almost feel like he should maybe not leave comedy because obviously he's a, he could, be, he could be a very good comedian, uh, but he might actually be able to get into like the kind of Mark Maron, uh, comedian doing, like he could have his own interview podcast, I think, um, I think it'd be very good. Uh, I would definitely listen to it. I would subscribe to that. And I hope he's listening and has me as a guest. And or is my guest on this podcast. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed this. Um, despite them being very... Uh, the, the babies being very distracting. And then we come to Lifestyle, where... For the first time, well, not quite the first time, but um, 
yes, it was the first time in a lifestyle that Piggy was doing sponsored content. Uh, this segment was brought to you by Leaky Bucket, which is a seemingly indestructible bucket. This episode was uh, about indulgences, um, which Piggy is very good at indulging herself. Um, yeah, so there wasn't, I mean, there wasn't much to this episode. Lifestyle is still my least favorite segment in all of the ones that they could have, uh, that they could have put in there. Uh, I would have much preferred a Pepe uh, game show, but I'm sure Piggy has some kind of deal going where she has to be in every episode. You know, Lin the the chat room was fine, and oh, the, the, the more stupid thing was um, in the the try it with Tay Diggs. They were trying to do Deadly was trying to introduce all of these quote unquote weird and wacky. Uh, massage and relaxation methods um, what I would have liked in this not just to not not to just say just to say oh it's weird because we're Americans and we're we don't do weird things like that um, I would have liked to see if those are not just things they came up with a snake massage um, or whatever and if they if they had said oh yeah this is popular in Chile or in Australia or in Canada um, I would have liked that um, I don't see that happening well obviously it didn't happen uh, but it, they did that in in uh, the food episode the, the the travel sorry the travel episode and I don't know it whether or not those were real things saying, oh yeah, this is from Canada, this is from Indonesia, this is from China, this is from this, um, kind of legitimized it. And I would have liked that as, as well. I mean, it, it, the episode's already out and it doesn't really matter, but oh well. Um, and before I forget, the through line, the backstage segment, as I call it in this episode, was Kermit uh, wanting a social media director for the show. And it ended up being Robin, I guess, because he's the youngest and would know the most about social media. But they went and made this weird new social media app thing. And I don't know, I just don't... I'm getting a little bit tired of them just making stuff up so that, I don't know, they don't have to pay Twitter or... Facebook or Skype, anything. Um, even if it was just like a letter away, like scope instead of Skype, um, I would have been more fine with that. But just saying, having a frog-based social media, um, I think was odd. Uh, I, I didn't really like it. I mean, it was popular, clearly. Um, because at the end of the episode, a lot of people were watching and liking now that the episode was up uploaded and apparently it, the, I didn't realize this, but, um, through that episode, everybody was like saying, Oh, how long is it going to take to upload the episode? Um, apparently through that portal, it's not just going 
episode by episode by, or segment by segment by segment. For whatever reason, it's waiting until all four segments are uploaded to then upload the whole episode. Or maybe because there was like a GoFundMe to get the get the segments uploaded faster. And I don't like I don't know if it's just because half of them were done at that point or three quarters of them were uploaded at that point. And and Piggy's just impatient to see the last one, which was her. Um, But I don't know. It was just I just found it so odd. Like Rainbow Connector is cute. But it could have been like uh, MSN, it wouldn't have been MSN Messenger. It would have been like, could have been Skype. It could have been Facebook Live or a Facebook video. It could have been Zoom. It could have been anything like that. I get Rainbow Connector is related to Kermit, Rainbow Connection and all that. Um, But like this pad pad based social media app is like is it I don't know I would have preferred Facebook or Twitter like tweeter or something or book or book of faces or something like that or footbook I don't know anything I would have preferred a slightly tweaked version of a real app or a real website um, that's me though. And then, yeah, that was basically it. Um, I would give this episode a three out of five. Uh, I give it that because, uh, I didn't really like the Miss Piggy segment, but I did like the leaky bucket part. It was just, that was probably the best part of that segment, the leaky bucket stuff, the sponsored content. So yeah, all, all in all, this was a good episode. I enjoyed it. And I really hope for another season gets made of this show. Um, but I'm not going to hold my breath. But yeah, uh, on to Muppet Labs for a bit. Really what I would like to fix is kind of the, the tone of the show. But we, we already kind of talked about that with Sam last episode. Um, I just want it more to be honed in as I hope this this gets to film after the pandemic when they when all the Muppets can be together and it's more of a cohesive show together like you get real backstage segments you get you know sets being made in the Muppet studio and it basically becoming a basically becoming the Muppet show an updated Muppet show sort of a live stream or just a regular show that gets uploaded I don't really like the, seg- the individual segments getting uploaded individually is an interesting idea um, and something that works for something cobbled together for the show uh, because I know I now know that the co- the 22 minute nature of this of Muppets now is no longer or is not what they is not what Disney intended. Yeah, I just I would like them to run with this show and make it not a social distanced zoom call written um drag and drop the segments into random portal kind of thing i want it to be an updated muppet show i know that's kind of what this also is but it's also really not i just hope for the future of this show i hope it gets another season to be 
further refined uh, or overhauled or whatever needs to happen. But I just really hope it gets another season and we get some good, solid uh, content and some merch maybe out of it and some recognition of the Muppets from Disney because um, we're not really getting a lot of that recognition from Disney. And I know that Star Wars is all in its own weird world right now. Uh, the Marvel's all on hiatus. Um, you got the Disney movies uh, getting a, a lot of controversy and um, like just in a lot of turmoil, you know, in terms of uh, releasing, whether they go straight to Disney Plus or get the premium access or they go to they go to theaters, like some theaters are apparently opening and letting people in to see new movies. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I really would like to know. I just want the Muppets to get their due. I feel like they've been super disrespected since they've been, for the last five, ten years, they've been disrespected. And it's super disappointing to me. Um... But ultimately, it's not really up to me. Uh, I just, but yeah, whatever. I'm I'm going to end the show now uh, before I c continue rambling. I would very much like to thank Anchor for letting me host my show on Anchor. Uh, if you would like to um, give me a review or a five-star rating on whatever podcast app you're on, I'm seeing a lot of my listeners are either on Anchor or on Apple Podcasts, so... Those are pretty easy ways for you to give a review or a five-star rating. Those really help uh, getting me up there in terms of people that see it, and I would really much appreciate that. Um, and then if you want to tweet at me and tell me how wrong I am about a particular episode or my opinions on the Muppets, or if you want to just say, hey, watch the show, loved it, uh, you can tweet at me at, at Old Frog and Piggy, all one word, capitals where you think they might be. And just, can you just play me out, band? That'd be great. Thanks.